LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel center ministry every week. Now, The One Thing's brought to you with thanks to Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network. We're also part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. We'd encourage you to check out the network page on iTunes. Uh, uh, can I point you to the Small Groups uh, podcast, a great little podcast, so check that out uh, when you can. But for now, you press play on another episode of The One Thing, relaunch your church post-COVID. It's worth, it may just be worth as we start this conversation and saying, uh, this episode does not give the answer to how to relaunch your church post-COVID. Ah, you've just Um, lost all five of our listeners, Derek. Ah, that's terrible, isn't it? They're gone. Um, we're, we're raising issues. Um, but Scott, can I press into, as we do raise the issue, uh, initially, what you've been having focus groups, you've been talking to leaders across the country for the last little while. What are the key issues you're seeing from those groups, um, around, uh, reopening, relaunching and what leaders are facing? Uh, there are sort of, I guess, three ways to think about it. Uh, think about it theologically, uh, think about the strategic questions. And then to think about the really more context-specific questions that are really related to your local church and your local issue. And so I just want to sit in the, in the higher level you know, today and just give you a, a list of the theological and the strategic questions that have come out. So theologically, we've talked about this issue a lot in terms of this whole crisis has really given us an opportunity to think about one of the key inputs in the church life, that is, that is fellowship, our gatheredness. And so everyone's been, I guess, wrestling with that question of when do we get, get back together? And the, the sort of step process of 10 and 20 and 100 allows us to start thinking what that might look like for some of the key ministry systems and structures in our church, our small groups, uh, our, our training structures and our, and our gatherings as well. And so that's one of the big you know, theological questions. It's really pushing into our ecclesiology. Some of the dangers that have come out, the, the rise of consumerism, online church gives us the opportunity to sort of be at church in another state, uh, in another country. Uh, the importance of just talking about our gatheredness and having the opportunity to think into the purpose of church, the purposes of, of us loving one another and, and of making disciples, you know, wrestling with the theological question of who ought we prioritize? You know, the, the, the family, our church family, what about reaching the lost? So that real tension between reaching the lost and uh, caring and supporting for our, our people. Uh, and then the gathering itself. Uh, how do we think about preaching to two audiences or reaching two audiences, there's been that real danger of, are we, are we risk of dumbing down church and uh, being, you know, seeker sensitive or theologically like that's another big question that's been um, wrestled with. And then what stays online, what doesn't, you know, and, and I think this has been disruptions really provided the opportunity to really think uh, about all these questions and to really push into, you know, what does, uh, does it look like? So, so they're some of the big theological questions as well. And, and, and I want to keep pressing uh, people to be thinking about the big outcome. You know, it's one of the things that we've been wrestling with every time. What is the big outcome? Making disciples. And so uh, I think a lot, you know, a lot of people have been pushing into, well, let's just get back together. But this is an opportunity to, to think into our discipleship systems. How, how do we actually make disciples? So pushing into some of the big key strategic questions. What are they? Well, 
there's obviously just thinking through how do we how do we plan how do we how do we do this well people have been raising issues of finances uh you know care structures it, yeah it's been funny hearing a lot of people say you know i had to cancel orders of sanitizer uh but now do we do we re- reorder them is there going to be a rush on those things as we as we think about coming together so there are really practical uh issues as well but what about strategically the what does mission look like over the next three months how do we build momentum uh what are the models for church you know thinking about house church and decentralized church again what's the risks associated with that how do we communicate uh that to our people and so a lot of people mentioned that leadership was easier you know kind of going into um covid you just had to make a decision and you looked like you're a fantastic leader um but now coming out leadership's going to be even even tougher so how do we communicate well uh and then the reality that we're exhausted so how do we as a leader care for our team members how do we care for some of the mental health issues that have been raised with our church families and within our own team what does it look like to actually uh, be a you know, non-anxious presence and a, and a Christian leader in this context. And then strategically, again, thinking through mergers, uh, second service, uh, church planting. H- how do we start building uh, that roadmap for that? And then the final one I'm going to throw in, and I'm really encouraged to see this, is our online presence. You know, this has forced us to think. Now, don't even be saying, well, I, we should all go on online church. No, but just thinking about our website properties, just thinking about our socials, just thinking... Uh, think about that now in in the past we've raised that you know in our consultations and and in our launches with church planners and and there's been a reluctance to engage in that but i think even more now than ever we're thinking about uh that uh presence in place and then one final one our teams and leadership development we're going to need to restart our teams very hard to do recruiting it's very hard to do uh all the things we're sort of developing our leaders but on you know online environment provides a great opportunity to uh train and equip our um our members for uh, relaunch so it's interesting as as we've um pushed into this season those theological questions particularly in ecclesiology at the moment are really coming to the fore so there might have been questions that at um bible college we grappled with and we came to a position on we entered a, a denomination and we felt like that had in some way been settled in that there's some some movement in there but we've been thrown into a context where all that has been um, thrown up in the air and we have to rethink it again. And we have to rethink it again because our strategy for getting out of this and what it looks like and what paths we take and don't take flow out of our ecclesiology and our missiology and our Christology um, and also the way in which we care for people in this and we and you know for ourselves, what expectations we place on ourselves, it flows out of our theology. So we need to, as we're thinking through key issues, um, we have to start with what we think the Bible says. That is, that, again, that's that's our role. We are the theologian in chief um, for that. Um, can I say the let, some options for getting out of it? Then, if we are thinking through strategy, what are you uh, what are you seeing people uh, raising and exploring in order to start getting out into phase three and then navigate phase three and post that? So I guess we're all wrestling with the step to plan aren't we? And uh, the restrictions that are going to be imposed by the government and health officials. The government's given us some helpful guidelines. So the, the stepped approach, step one, step two, and step three, legislating or at least requiring certain size uh, limits and size, ga- size gatherings. And so as we said, coming into uh, COVID, we want to submit to uh, health officials. We want to submit to the government. Uh, we want to be doing that on the way out as well. But that uh, brings with it 
you know, various complications. So one of the first things to be thinking through as a, as a staff team uh, and as a leadership team is thinking through how each of these different size limits uh, open up possibilities for uh, face-to-face gatherings uh, and a movement away from uh, meeting remotely and meeting online. Now, you've been talking to a lot of established church leaders. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of planters and both have been doing in between. What are you seeing particularly from established churches that they're facing? So I guess one of the, the big questions is that size limit of 100. And so, so really, if you're a church that is, is under 100, and so the, av- you know, the average size church in Australia uh, is about, I think, about 110, but you know, most gathering sizes are sort of between 70 to 100. There's a big question of, well, when, you know, l- there's a big push to when can we actually start meeting together again? Now, physical distancing requirements probably mean that most of our building spaces are only going to be at 30 to 40% capacity. So they, what does it actually look like? That then pushes you know, the question around to, you know, well, do we continue to meet online? Uh, how do we manage the process of half of people come, you know, coming one week or half of people coming next? Uh, you know, do we have a ticketing? You know, there are numerous ways to solve, you know, this question. Do we split our congregations into, into two? You know, is this the opportunity for multiplication? Uh, we've seen multiplication with small groups, uh, you know, as we've wrestled with just the reality that's hard to do online groups with, more, you know, greater than 10 people. Is this an opportunity for multiplication and bringing our, 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 our plans forward? Uh, so they're, they're some of the questions that people are wrestling with. But, but really, the big, I mean, the big question they're, they're all wrestling is, what do, we, what do we do now? You know, they've scrambled the last few weeks. Now I reckon there's some, there's some headspace. There's some opportunity just to sort of pause and reflect. Actually, what is it that we're on about? Yep, change context. But what, what should we be on about in the next two to three months? Because getting together in the you know, physical large gathering, it's not going to probably be like that for a, a significant amount of time. And I, I, I'm hesit- I want to put a time frame on it. You know that I always want to put a time frame on it, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to hesitate and pause. Great, great restraint, great restraint. <laughs> but, but that's, that's really key at this point as well, because um, so for planters, I've been talking to them, one of the things they, they have experienced in is launching stuff, but this launch is very different from the launch they did when they planted. Um, uh, so they went into the previous launch with energy, excitement, uh, with an open society, open ability to meet. They're going into this launch with everyone exhausted and with them exhausted and with the uncertainty as how many people they can actually have in a room when they do it. So it's very, very different. What you've just touched on there about the patience and the, the timing is huge because we, you know, it, it feels like you know, we have to make every decision now and we don't. We don't. We, ha- we have some time. Um, so, so pausing, pausing, waiting, and, and that's hard for the church planner. Uh, I, I, I'd go to say it's easier for the established church leader to, uh, to pause and wait, but we, but we need to do that. Uh, but you, you just sharing the exhaustion. I, yeah, I think plant, you know, planters and established church leaders are, are feeling that exhaustion and are feeling that decision uh, fatigue as well uh, at the moment. Yep, absolutely. And, and this is why um, part of what we're trying to do is connect people in this. Um, but we are, everyone's got exhaustion about being online and being on Zoom as well. But we do need to create context in which people connect. Uh, we do need to create context in which we, we pause and think through the key issues together. So that um, was, I mean, that was one of the fantastic things out of the focus groups. Actually just saying, uh, you know, pastors from Perth, uh, you know, Brisbane, uh, regional, you know, regional centres coming together and actually realising that, hey, we're all facing the same questions and issues and there's a, there's a real power to actually sharing it together and, and learning from each other and, and just bouncing off each other. 
Yeah, absolutely. And so that's the drive for us behind this relaunch conference and what's going to come afterwards. It's not just about putting on conference. We, our national conference hasn't happened this year. No one else's national conference has happened this year. But this relaunch online conference is about stopping, pausing, gathering people to think and then post that in trying to help connect leaders as they work through this in their own context. So why should you make time to come on the 27th of May? Great question. Great. Did you prepare that question beforehand? <laughs> um, that's, look, so it's on 27th of May. It's for two hours. Australian Eastern time is 10.30 to 12.30. So it's a reasonable time. It won't be two hours of just someone talking at you. The, the, one of the things that, that um, I'm seeing and I'm doing as well, so I want to just you know, uh, say everyone else is doing, it's much easier for me to make decisions of my own, it seems like at the moment, just to hide in my room, to make decisions. I get stuff done faster. Um, and I don't have to consult anyone. I don't have to create a Zoom meeting and draw people on and the energy of change management. I don't have to do it. I just make a decision and do it. Um, but actually, that um, I won't make a, um, I'll make a better decision if I take the energy to include others, hear from others, uh, get them on board, take them along. Part of this context needs to be stopping and pausing and hearing what other people are thinking in order to help me in that, as well as taking my team and my church along with me. So this conference is about saying actually we are better together with this stuff. We're, we're better walking this road, not just by ourselves in isolation, but hearing what other people are doing in order to more sharply think about our own context. That, that's my call. Now, if you, if you don't have a team, I mean, you mentioned have, having a team, then, then I think this is a real opportunity to sort of, you know, have a virtual team in the sense of having a whole bunch of other leaders uh, push into your context as well. So if you're the solo pastor, uh, then this is a, a great opportunity to come and be part of a, uh, a wider a wider community that's trying to solve the problem. Yeah, absolutely. And what we were going to say, you, you do have a team at some level in your church. And so there's there's these different, these leaders that relaunch this relaunch conference uh, will be people who are, are in similar context to you, but you want to build a team at your church as well and walk them along because they're struggling. They're trying to work through it with you. So drawing them into it would be great. So Derek, uh, I'm going to hand the toolbox over to you today. So what's in the toolbox today? Oh, look, this is exciting. Um, <laughs> okay, the toolbox today. Well, the relaunch conference. So we're we're trying to gather, uh, we're trying to gather resources on a single website. So Reach Australia and Geneva Push have just created a temporary website called relaunchaustralia.com.au. We're going to gather all the resources we, we're getting from the network and people and put them on there in order to help you think through uh, things at this stage. So you can go to relaunchaustralia.com.au as well and register for this online conference on May 27. Uh, just, it's free. Just let us know you're coming so we can send you information. relaunchaustralia.com.au. Go and register there. Second thing, um, if you have resources, everyone is producing stuff, thinking, roadmaps, um, resources in order to help them navigate how to get out of this current situation. Um, if that's you, and you've got things, please send them to us. Derek at GenevaPush.com, Scott at ReachAustralia.com.au. Please send us those things so we can make them available to other people. It doesn't have to be perfect. No one's got stuff perfect. But please send it to us in order for us to uh, be able to share that around. The more we can share and get out there, the more we can sharpen our thinking. Um, lastly, Everyone's going to be multiplying at some level, whether it's small groups, whether it is uh, hub houses or whether it's congregations. You've got to think through that well. Uh, we're just putting together a framework for thinking through multiplication based on our experience in Geneva Bush, and we'll be putting that out in the blog. So you can get that. 
Well, if you liked what you heard today on The One Thing, we'd appreciate if you'd just take a moment to rate the show on iTunes and even leave a comment. And can we encourage you to send your resources in? So send your resources in. Thanks for joining us for another episode of The One Thing. I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Derek Hanna. Chat soon.